So um, we're going to get into our Africa Unlocked conversations. Today we're focusing on um, the Kenyan elections and Kenya's deputy president, William Ruto, says he's the best suited to solve his country's high cost of living, speaking exclusively uh, to the SABC's Sarah Kimani in Nairobi. Ruto says if elected president in next month's general elections, he will decisively deal with corruption and invest in agriculture and manufacturing to tackle the country's ongoing economic crisis. Ruto, who has since fallen out with his boss, which would be outgoing President Uhuru Kenyatta, says his main component, main opponent, rather, former Prime Minister Raila Odinga's election plan, fails to show how it will deliver the country from poverty. Two reasons. Number one, this country is in a place where it requires a person with clarity, with a plan, and with a track record of being able to execute a plan. I think uh, where the country is at the moment, uh, I am probably the only person who understands where we are and understands where we need to go, where we need to go, and with a plan to get us there. So what will you be doing differently that you have not done in the last 10 years? What I want to do now is what we should have done in our second term, which we didn't do. Unfortunately for our second term, we had set out to build on that base and be able to do more of the social aspects of our economy. Build on the transformation of our agriculture, so that we can produce more food and be able to export more and be able to uh, export, uh, be able to create more uh, foreign exchange. We wanted to um, do more around the space of uh, ensuring that we have uh, jobs, uh, employment creation. We targeted housing, we targeted manufacturing to create more jobs because we have a huge youth bulge. We have close to 5 million young people today who are jobless and 600,000 are being added every year. So we, we had a focus on uh, employment creation. And then we had a focus on making sure that we have a universal health uh, plan that would bring on board uh, the majority of Kenyans. Unfortunately, that plan did not happen for reasons all Kenyans know. When we got ourselves into the famous handshake, and it took us on a different tangent. We went into changing the constitution, creating positions and the whole of it that ended up nowhere. So we wasted a whole four years. And in the process, we find ourselves in a hole. We find ourselves in a place where the cost of living has gone up because we dropped the ball on our agriculture sector. We find ourselves with millions of young people who do not have jobs because our big four plan was sabotaged. We didn't do the housing, we didn't do the manufacturing. In fact, manufacturing came down from 9.3% of GDP to 7%. And as a result, we find ourselves in a hole of debt. Our debt situation is in the region of uh, 10 trillion. Uh, so this has to be sorted and um, I am probably a person with the greatest understanding of why, what we didn't get right, how we can get it right 
and I have a plan on how to get it right. All right, so that there was the voice of William Ruto in a conversation with the, SACB, with the SABC's Sarah Kimani out in Nairobi. In studio with us to help us unpack all of this, a voice that's very familiar to you, Nixon Katembu, African Affairs Analyst and Language Specialist at Channel Africa Kiswahili Desk. Nixon, good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Wait, wait, where's your mic? Why am I not picking up your microphone? Put, pull down your mic. There we go. Let's try again. Yes. No, I, 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 I think we must try another microphone because I, I'm, I'm struggling to hear you there. Wow, let, let I, I think you're being, you're being sabotaged. Yeah, get up on your feet. <laughs> there we go. Now I can hear you. Let's try one more time. Hello, Nixon. Yes, good morning, Kathy. Uh-huh. Um, learned yesterday that I should not call you Kathy, but rather Motlatleko. 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 I will try. <laughs> so I have to go and try a lesson, a lesson of my own. And uh, good morning to our listeners there. Um, Nice to be back here again. Yeah, don't worry, Nixon. I accept both, so no pressure, okay? The Kenyan elections, I'm looking at, you know, some of the front runners for this election. I'm thinking somebody like President Uhuru Kenyatta, Rayla Odinga. These are figures that have been key in Kenya's elections for a long time. Why are, are they always the same names that keep propping up? Well, Kathy, I think that is the tragedy of uh, our democratic processes on the continent. And I say this mindful of the contestation uh, within the democratic space, but I would argue that as a continent, we've, we are seeing an images of uh, oligarchical system, systematic um, 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 governance entrenched in our so-called Western liberal democracy. And that is the failure that is emerging right across the continent whether here in South Africa, whether in Botswana, whether in uh, uh, Namibia, whether across the continent, there are particular ruling class of the elite mm. that have money, that they have hoarded the entire economic opportunities of their state and countries who come in turn is present themselves as an alternative to alleviate the suffering of the people. And the, the case in the point is the Kenyan elections. As you rightly mentioned, uh, Ruto he has been a part of the Kenyan politics since the 1990 under the uh, Why uh, youth, youth, um, youth for Kanu uh, under Daniel uh, Moy, the late president, Daniel Arab Moy. And you see that trajectory of Ruto involvement in the politics, in, including Odinga, who has been also in politics since 1980s. Um, it tell, tells you how much that this is just a clique of oligarchs within the Kenyan politics, try to protect their interest, but also in the name of serving the people. It, it seems a little bit like like musical chairs, right? Um, I don't know if you know the game musical chairs, but basically it, it really just depends on who's lucky enough to grab the seed, but it's circulating amongst the same group of people. 
Certainly, uh, your analogy is not far-fetched. And uh, if you have the same people coming around with the different tunes that we are going to do this, and I like what Sarakimani posed to the deputy president. What have you not done in the past 10 years that you are going to do differently? But of course, politicians being politicians, they find a way of maneuvering their way out in terms of duping the, the, the people to believe them and to allow them to take over power. And these are the challenges that we need to start thinking about. How do we design our political system on the continent in a such a way that is going to serve the people, not necessarily uh, dashing to the whims of political uh, oligarchs that have taken control of our political system on the continent. What, what kind of election cycle would you say that Kenya has been involved in ahead of this election? I think the cycle of elections that we have, although they seems to be democratic in a way that they see, but what has changed in this case is the elections are going towards a kind of issue-based elections. Unlike previous elections where you have seen uh, ethnicity, um, regional politics take, taking a center stage, uh, the idea of Mutuwetu in Kenya, in other words, our person, our people, uh, he, he seems to be changing uh, in these current elections, at least uh, for what I know, but... If you look at the background itself or the political settings in Kenya, you would see that not so much have been changed. It's the same politicians coming, revenging themselves to the people, uh, changing name, changing uh, political alliances, and also uh, changing priority based on the demand that have been set out by the people. And the question is, are they responding to those demands from the people? for hyperinflation in Kenya, the excessive debt that has been uh, accrued by this current government under Kenyatta. In fact, it started under Kibaki, and we started hearing about, you know, the reports of, re, uh, you know, uh, China taking over like, the likes of the ports of Mombasa because of, of the debt mm. uh, that Kenya might not repay, uh, the, the, the standard gauge rail that was built from Nairobi up to Kisumu, uh, I mean, the project that is being built from Nairobi up to Kisumu, uh, up to um, uh, uh, Malabar in joining in East Africa, in, I mean Uganda. All these are issues that are central to Kenyan. But the politics of it and the economics of it is what matter here in these elections. The question is, are these politicians really dealing with the real issues that are affecting the normal populations in Kenya? Kenya, I was reading last time that living in Kenya is a survival of its own. That is from the uh, ground um, uh, populations. And then looking at those issues, you see the likes of William Ruto has come up with this uh, uh, term, face term that hustler nation. In other words, uh, he come up with a bottom-up approach for, for economics that if you follow the interview that he did with the SABC, the, the, the large um, uh, extent of it, he talks about um, 
uh, speaking about Mamboga and other was those who sell a spinach on the street. Mm. But the policy itself is not clear how they are going to assist them. The policy itself is not coming out to say that from point A to point B, Kenyan have been suffering with high unemployment, youth unemployment, uh, or closer to 60% of the youth in that country is not employed. In fact, Nixon, I, I want to just build on, on what you're saying and, and quote here uh, one of the prominent anti-corruption activists, um, John Kitongo, who, who described this election. And he says, Kenyans are going into an election believing in nothing, standing for nothing, no big idea, no galvanizing issue. <laughs> John Kitongo, uh, catch it the issue and the imagination of every Kenyan. Mm. Simply because if you look at the subdivision of economic um, uh, benefits in that country, you would see that they are subdivided between these oligarchs. Uh, the family of uh, uh, the uh, outgoing president, Huru uh, Kenyatta, is well known for owning large swaths of land in the country. From the Rift Valley, to up to the coast of Mombasa. The family of Ray Laudinga and Ray Laudinga as a person is known to have a particular sector of economy within Kenya, especially with the energy sector and the construction sector. Gas distribution is owned by the Ray Laudinga family. You come to the Ruto, who have evented himself, a man who said that he came from selling chicken up to becoming uh, a greater politician and therefore using it as a point of inspiring the youth that they can become something. But if you look at his connectivity and a closer link with the political system in Kenya, he has now become one of dominating the, hot the hotel industry in Kenya the land grab that Kenyans have been fighting about, people's houses and prime land in Nairobi uh, and many other parts of the country are owned by the very same people. So uh, what uh, Gitongo is saying, he's, he's saying it from facts that he are on the ground that are known about Kenyans. But unfortunately for Western liberal democracy is that you can, you know, just talk, propaganda, be it may, talk about how you're going to do, but deliver nothing. And that is the challenge going towards these elections. All right. Uh, we're going to continue the conversation in a moment. Of course, uh, what is outstanding is the fact that uh, we also have the nomination of a female um, contender who's been uh, picked as alongside one of uh, the main one of the main candidates in this elections, which is um, Rila Odinga. That's Martha Karua. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about her shortly. It's 11. 30 Dineo is standing by with your latest news headlines.
You're listening to The Talking Point. We're looking at our Africa Unlocked segment. Uh, Today, the Kenyan elections are our focus. Uh, Those elections coming up next month. So, Nixon, no excitement by the sounds of it uh, in this election. And as we've been talking about, uh, no big ideas, no galvanizing issues. We do, however, have Martha Karua. Who has been, um, who, who is now going to be one of the main candidates in this election? And it's the first time that a major coalition has picked a woman to be part of its ticket. It could be the first time that uh, the major political party picks a woman for its ticket, but it's the very same Kenyan parliament that denied the law on gender parity. Uh, you would recall the likes of Emilio Diambo uh, uh, protesting in the parliament to try, ha- try to have this law passed. It is the same Kenyan political system that still entrenched patriarchy for those who believe in feminism. So uh, the idea to have Martha Karua is born out of uh, the deals that this oligarchical system have put in place, namely the discussion between Kenyatta and Ruto, uh, and uh, uh, rather uh, Raila Odinga, uh, to have uh, someone who can um, be uh, uh, of uh, a clear image, such as Martha Garua, and to convince her to come to the party. But you hang on and go back to the history of of, of political uh, elections in Kenya. What was Martha Karua saying about Raila Odinga in 2007? What was she saying? Some of the things I, I might not necessarily say them on her here, uh, because of the nature. Give, give, give of us the, an idea of, of the nature of the. You know, the, when you call a, a presidential candidate as a, as a, as a Mganga wa Kenyeji, uh, which is the line was then taken over by Ruto and all other uh, political uh, uh, idea who was on the PNU at the time supporting uh, uh, the late President Mwai Kibaki. But what is known for Martha Karua, though, it, which cannot be taken away from her, is fighting for constitutionalism in Kenya is the fight for corruption in Kenya, is the fight for uh, equality, uh, gender equality. And I, I don't know whether her being in this uh, uh, presidential elections uh, uh, on a ticket of Raila Odinga will help so much uh, in, uh, in making sure that the, the, those issues that she has been fighting for are realized. Yet... I know for sure that she has been part of the system since uh, uh, the year 2000 uh, under the the Rainbow Coalition, including the NAC Coalition. Um, And now she she, she was brought in by Rela Odinga just as a way to uh, paint uh, his campaign as a champion of uh, of anti-corruption. And that's the point why she's in this uh, particular ticket. But if you go back to the interview that uh, Raila Odinga himself did with Mehdi Hassan of Al Jazeera TV uh, on issues of corruption, he himself, as Raila Odinga, admitted by evolving himself in corruption and saying that in Kenya, corruption is institutionalized. 
And the question is, how then is he coming up with a clear policy together with Martha Karua mm. to fight this monster that has been part of the Kenyan political system? That being said, they still very much seem to be um, the front leaders or the main contenders in this election? Well, it depends on uh, on uh, on uh, on uh, which side of the spectrum uh, you are in in, in terms of political uh, uh, processes in Kenya, but also party uh, politics. Um, uh, some would say that uh, um, uh, Raila Odinga is uh, ahead of Ruto uh, based on opinion polls, but sometimes mm -hmm. opinion polls do not always say uh, wh what is uh, uh, right, what is true. We saw people in the United States writing off Donald Trump uh, bef before he became president. This one can be the same in Kenya. Same with uh, uh, William Ruto. He has galvanized uh, the uh, grassroots population and uh, has a nation, um, uh, you know, campaign, uh, saying that he's a far ahead. And he, what we see now is, uh, is the oligarch, uh, as I said, in Kenya pitting against each other, saying that you are born out of, uh, you know, uh, oligarchic machine, you are, you want to preserve the, the, the riches of the elite. Uh, on the other hand, we are coming in to save, quote-unquote, the hustlers, the mamamboga of the street. But if you look at from a distance, these are the same people who have been in the system. Okay. Nixon, I want to take a couple of WhatsApp voice notes that have been sent to us on this issue of the Kenyan elections. Hi, good uh, morning, Kathy. It's Pendele here in Cape Town. Uh, you know, I think your guess is spot on with regards to these um, failed, recycled uh, African uh, oligarchs who wants to maintain power and keep being in power to, to protect their interests at the expense of the people. Um, our economies in this in, in Africa are not growing. We our manufacturing is at its, is, is at is at its poorest, uh, and yet we, we continue recycling the same people. I mean, it's exactly what is happening in in South Africa, where we continue recycling the same uh, failed leaders of the ANC uh, at the expense of the people. Uh, we, we 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 challenge with very tough economic times, and this bunch doesn't have ideas as to how to get us out of these doldrums. So so. We, we need to look at our electoral system in, the, in Africa and, and maybe uh, get rid of this democracy that's not working for us. It's been, we, we, we've been practicing the same uh, system for years and it's not working for us at all. Instead, it's benefiting European and other Asian countries where we, we, we send our minerals to be processed, etc. So maybe we need to, to look at changing our electoral system and get rid of these um, um, failed politicians once and for all. Thank you. Morning, SAFM. Yeah, the Kenyan system is mostly tribalistic. The alliances are based on tribes, not on class. So Dinga represents the Luo and Western Kenya. Then uh, Ruto represents um, the Rift Valley, Kenyatta, the Kikuyu. There's, there's nothing like class politics in Kenya, it's all about the tribe. Thank you, Solomon.
I also want to read this message from Tulani who says, uh, William Ruto is the only person who can do something for the people of Kenya as Odinga and Kenyatta are only interested in power. Nixon must also remember that the reason Uhuru is not supporting his deputy is that he wants to come back to power as a prime minister under Odinga and possibly controlling um, the old man. And and just staying with that, you know, I want to bring up the issue of, of the fact that um, Ruto's running mate also happens to be a former personal assistant of President Uhuru Kenyatta. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you yes. can't make it up. Certainly, it goes back to the recycling of oligarchic system mm. that has entrenched in our liberal democracy. And if you look at it, the Kenyan system is learning perfectly from the United States. <laughs> you know, where... Uh, if you are son of so and so, you you have a closer. If, if, if you're a bush, y- you know the bush, the Chinese of this world. You know, uh, at least the the, the American system uh, come forward to say that we we have the riches. It's only the rich who can uh, vie for 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 political positions. But for us, who have been duped in the continent that. Your no liberal democracy is okay for us as long as you can elect someone. That's it. And you look at Kenya in a nutshell, is these are a group of oligarchs, a group of high rich individuals fighting among themselves for the national cake and therefore taking along the mass of the people who are suffering uh, to get to power. Uh, Gachagua, uh, the, 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 the running mate for Ruto is the brother for 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 former governor of Nyeri uh, Gachagua as well, who uh, gained his money through working by our own admission with the Minister of Livestock and the Minister of Land. Uh, these are people who have signed deals and get ma- swindle money, actually not get money, swindle money out of um, uh, tenders uh, in as much as we have seen here in this country uh, and many other issues that comes along. So uh, the sentiment expressed by the voice notes and uh, the messages from our listeners has not far-fetched. Now, those are the realities that uh, Kenya face. Right. I just want to respond to the issue of, of uh, tribalistic um, uh, tendencies within the Kenyan politics. Indeed, the uh, the, 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 the voice note is right, uh, that Kenya, uh, if you look at the regional mapping of those political alliances, they are expressed in terms of uh, ethnicity, they are expressed in terms of regional-based politics, but they come together because one region cannot uh, just take over power mm. uh, at the expense of the others. Therefore, the one region look at which other region can coalesce with us to gain power. But the basic tenet here is oligarchs protecting their interest. Um, Nixon, before we get ready to wrap up, I want to talk about um, the issue of election turnouts and what we are seeing um, now. Does the voter registration give us an an indication of the kind of turnout that we should expect in this election. And again, we say this off the back of what we know have been declining voter turnouts in various elections globally. 
So it wouldn't just be an issue or problem that Kenya is facing, but it's been a global trend. The question is, why is there low electoral vote turnout? It's because the issues that are raised by people are not being dealt with. Therefore, it says uh, pipes are not fixed in Metimahulu municipality, for example, here in this country. The election cycle comes, the election cycle goes. Another one, another election comes and another election goes. Do you think the people of Metimahulu will get up in cold and go vote for elections because uh, they need to participate in the elections? No. This is the problem with Africa's election because the promises made to the people by the powers that be, by the political system that we have adopted, are not responding to the needs of the people. Mm. You get a courage to wake up to go into the elections because something has been done by your leadership within your community, within your province, within your uh, region, within your uh, your your life as a as a citizen of the country but if that does not happen then you might as well say what is the point of going towards the election we you saw it americans is one of the typical example lowest voter turnout in that country quite a few millions of americans actually vote out of the 350 plus millions of americans All right. is it the copy that we need to do your guess is as good as mine. Nixon, we're going to have to leave it there for today. Certainly a month away, those elections are. We'll be keeping a close eye on them. Nixon Katembu, African Affairs Analyst and Language Specialist at the Channel Africa Kiswahili Desk.